Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. show on the air we are glad you are on board today this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at cousin subs cousin subs where the reuben is back he ended his piled high with the corned beef the wisconsin uh swiss cheese you've got sauerkraut the thousand island dressing all the rye bread all good stuff only at cousin subs for a limited time go to cousinsubs.com that's cousinsubs.com the official sub sandwich of the bill michaels sports talk network bucks on the road tonight down at the united center taking on uh, as they begin this longer road trip taking on the uh, chicago bulls who have I don't know really what's going on with the Bulls. I mean, every time you start to think they're turning it around, things then change. And David Schuster of 670, the score in Chicago, now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. David, have you figured them out yet? Have I figured them out? Have you figured out the Bulls yet? No, I haven't. No, I haven't figured them out. Uh, but what I have figured out, along with the fan base, is that they're falling further away from the potential of drafting uh, a game. If you believe the fan base, they want the Bulls to lose every single game by lopsided numbers. But over the last three games, at least, they've been more than competitive. They've got their first three-game winning streak in memory. I can't even remember the last time they won three games in a row. It wasn't this season. It wasn't even last season. So they're actually starting to play some better basketball. They do have some pieces that they can build around in Lowry Markinen and uh, Zach Levine and, and maybe Wendell Carter if he's healthy going into next season but they're still miles and miles and miles away. So, again, um, where they are right now is just a team that's going to win probably too many games to finish in the top three, maybe four, maybe five, and, and then I don't know what, what they get in the draft going forward. Well, they fire Fred Hoiberg, and they, they bring in Jim Boylan, and at first you thought, okay, this is just a retread. It, it is what it is. And it seems like maybe some of his message has started to sink in a little bit. Is he getting like more out of these guys now than we thought he would? Well, he, he has a healthy roster as opposed to what Fred Hoiberg had previous. I mean, Hoiberg was, was playing guys that you would play with at the local Y, to be honest with you, at the beginning part of the season. <laughs> he had no chance. I mean, Red Auerbach in his prime wouldn't have won games with some of the guys that, you know, Fred Hoiberg unfortunately had to trot out early on. So Jim Boylan at least has gotten a healthy roster going forward, uh, specifically Lowry Markinen and Zach Levine, like I said, a couple of potential all-stars going forward. You know, he's tough-minded. He's sort of a drill sergeant, but sort of with a, a hee-haw personality, to be perfectly blunt. Um, 
And, you know, for right now, you, you, you listen, the coach controls the minutes. You do what the coach says. In the long run, do I think he's going to be the coach here whenever this team turns the corner? No, I do not believe that. But for right now, he is the coach, and they have to do what he says, you know, for him to say. Now, I do pay attention to you guys, and I listen quite a bit. So give me your thoughts on management. Give me your thoughts on Paxson. I know he uh, took a lot of offense to some of the things outside in that were being said, and I don't know if he was in denial or justification, one of the two, but give me your thoughts on the management there. Well, first of all, I'm very close to John Paxson, so I'll, um, but I will admit that, you know, he's made some mistakes, I mean, to be honest with you. I mean, he's been in charge of the franchise, what, 15, 16 years, and they only has one Eastern Conference Finals, and, you know, they're in their second, third, or fourth incantation of, of a rebuild here. So, you know, easily you can criticize him. He wants to win. I mean, for people who think that he doesn't want to win, they just don't know the man. I mean, he is as competitive as there is. You saw that in his playing days. Um, and, and, you know, again, you're not seeing the results in management that he would like to see. He had some bad luck, obviously. He had the good fortune of drafting Derrick Rose, where they won the lottery that year. But then, unfortunately, a franchise-changing uh, player, he goes down with a series of knee injuries, and then they had to rebuild again after that. So he wants to win. He's made a lot of mistakes. He's gotten some good draft picks later in the first round. I mean, Jimmy Butler was one of them, Taj Gibson being another. Um, he made the good trade with Minnesota for Jimmy Butler. I think they, you know, they got three good players, Lowry Markinen and Zach Levine, you know, along with Chris Dunn. I thought that was a good trade. Unfortunately, he's made some also bad decisions, and he's gone through um, coaches like you and I might go through socks on mm -hmm. an annual basis. So, I mean, there's been good and there's bad. I, I know and like John Paxson a lot, but again, if you have to be honest, you, you can see that there's a lot of reason for criticism as well. Talking with David Schuster of 670 The Score in Chicago. Now this team getting ready to take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Give me your the kind of synopsis of the Bucks outside looking in. Well, best team in the East. I mean, uh, the record proves it. And in and, and, and my estimation, I don't care what James Harden is doing. I think uh, the Greek freak is, is, to me, a hands-down MVP. I, I understand that he might not play tonight. Uh, the Bucks are not having shoot-around this morning. And I know he's got, you know, what, the soreness or tenderness in his knee. So mm -hmm. we'll have to wait until much later on in the day to see if he plays or not. But Milwaukee has been the best team, hands-down, in the East all season long. And I think, again, he's hands-down, to me at least, the MVP in the league. So, um, kudos to the Bucks. I mean, you know, uh, they weren't thought about very much a couple of years ago, and here they are on top. So let's just see what they do in the postseason this you, year. You talk about Paxson and kind of in, in the midst of a, a rebuild as we speak again. Um, what What is the daylight at the end of the tunnel for the Chicago Bulls? Is it another year or two, or do you just have to hit on one particular player to kind of throw the franchise on his back? Well, I think any, any franchise would hope to hit on that one player, and I think that one player this year is Zion Williamson. I think if you add a Zion Williamson to almost any team that's in the bottom four of this year's uh, lottery, I think all of a sudden you're going to have a real boost going forward. If, let's just say you get a Zion Williamson. I don't think it's going to happen. But if you add a Zion Williamson to two players who are on the come, who are potential all-stars even maybe as soon as next year, and Zach Levine and Lowry Markinen, now you've got a big three going forward. You need a point guard. Chris Dunn is a real question mark. You know, you need, you need some force in the middle. Wendell Carter Jr. has got a lot of smarts, and he's very young. He showed some potential, but he also, I think, is undersized. They, they, they compare him to Al Horford. I don't know if he's going to be as good as Al Horford in the long run. Um, so you need more pieces, obviously. But, you know, the Bulls, 
they're not going to sign any free agents. They just haven't gotten it done over the last couple of years. By the way, we haven't mentioned Otto Porter Jr., who mm-hmm. has been added to this roster and has made a difference here over the last couple of weeks ever since he came over in that trade from Washington. So, as you well know, you know when you start adding pieces to your nucleus and if you have enough pieces, and hopefully you have uh, good management and you have a good coach, which is questionable, to be honest with you, going forward with the Bulls. But if you have all those things going for you, then you have a chance to move up into the standings, and that's what the Bulls are hoping for. Hey, before I let you go, uh, a guy that I really thought would turn kind of his career around and just didn't, uh, Jabari Parker. What? He, it seemed like he just got angry in Milwaukee, and he got angrier when he went to Chicago. You know, I've known Jabari for a long time, and, and it's starting all the way back in high school, and we have some mutual friends. He just didn't seem to fit here. Um, they tried to play him at small forward. As you well know, he's not really a small forward. He's more of a power forward, um, and he just didn't fit in on this roster. He did not come into camp in shape. Um, it just did not work here. I don't know if it's going to work in Washington. He's going to have to be on a team. I don't think he's a starter, to be honest with you, because he's just got too many deficiencies in his game. But I think he could be a useful player on a certain team as maybe the first or second option coming in off the bench, as long as there's enough other people on the court who can do some of the things that he can't do, which is namely play defense. So, again, he still has a lot of talent if he stays healthy. Uh, He's already made a lot of money in this league, and he'll make a lot more as long as he stays healthy because he's still young. And I think there's there's still some good years left in him, but it just didn't work here in Chicago, much like it just didn't work in Milwaukee. David, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, and we will talk. I'll be listening, but we'll talk to you again down the road. Okay. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go, David Schuster, six seventy, the score in Chicago, breaking down a little bit of the Bucks and the Bulls coming up tonight. Waiting to find out if Giannis is indeed going to play. It's a little bit concerning that he's got the uh, the sore knees, but. Uh, if he if he doesn't have to play um, in a game like this in which you should beat the Chicago Bulls and continue to hang on to the top spot in the East, uh, it might be best with this long road trip coming up and a lot of travel, a lot of air travel, which causes some swelling. If you can keep him off his knees for at least one night, that might not be the worst thing in the world. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE. Or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.